You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 547 for Monday, April 13th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. That's OutMotoring.com. It's still, er- it's still early in Vegas, so I, uh, I've only had a couple of cocktails. It's, only, it's still early in California. Or, yeah, come on. we're on the same time zone. We are. We're both on Pacific time zone for one. Kid. That rarely happens. All right, here we go. <clears throat> hey, everybody. It's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand, ep- brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio. We're here talking about Mini Coopers for you on a Monday night, like we like to do. Uh, joining us this evening from the great land of Las Vegas, our man Todd Pearson from the MGM Grand Hotel. I am. Uh, I am here. I hear you're hosting the the fight tonight. Is that what you're doing? The you're doing the <laughs> announcing for the fight. It's just like a warm up, though. No, no. The only thing going on at MGM this weekend is uh, Barry Manilow is playing. Oh, are you going? It was funny because uh, I get it. I, I hear a he puts message on a from MGM the day we left, and they said, "Hey, uh, while you're here, you can go see Barry Manilow for twenty bucks." <laughs> <laughs> Wow! I'm like that's basically the service charge fee for the you know for a ticket. They're yeah, like, we can't give these away. <laughs> wow, that's sad. Joining us this evening also is our man Chad, the good Reverend from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. He's currently uh, occupied, otherwise, but he'll be back with us in shortly. And of course, Alex is with us as well. Alex, say hi. Hey guys, I am uh, not out of Ebola, but almost. Almost out of Ebola. Okay, good. <clears throat> I look forward to the day that the entire White Refredo crew is back up to 100%. Uh, and I just <laughs> imagine that should happen before Anviv. Speaking of Anviv, before we get started, we're going to do the show a little bit backwards tonight. First of all, we're live playing with something new. So if you're listening live, thanks for listening. Um, and we're going to because Todd's low on battery life, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about something that he's got going on in Vegas uh, this week that we want to talk about. And then we're going to do news from motoringfile.com. One of the things that Todd did is he went and checked out the Silverton Hotel Casino Resort Hotel. Yes, stayed there. Stayed there last night. Um, it's a it's a fine hotel, um, especially if you're into uh, a Western Lodge theme. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, there's like paintings of bears and cowboys and and things like that everywhere, and it's funny. The uh, the the guest rooms, the hotel rooms, are the decor is I wouldn't even call it lodge. I'd call it Wild West. Really, mid century um, Wild West. Yeah, mid-century Wild West, I mean, it was a it was a fine hotel, nice hotel. It's going to be a good host for for Amviv. I hear the king rooms are all sold out for Amviv. Okay, um, so you're left with uh, two okay. queen rooms, if that, if there's anything by now. So if you're thinking about going, you better get registered already. Yeah. But uh, Silverton's very nice. It's not too far from the strip at all. Excellent. Um, yeah, or the airport. It took like you know less than five minutes to get there from the airport. Oh, perfect. So if you're flying in for Amviv, then it's just a quick hop over. Probably be a cheap taxi ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We rented a car, and we were there in, like, you know, less than five. Oh, yeah, because the Silverton's just there off the Blue Diamond and the 15. That's right. That's yeah, right. it's just right there next to uh, the big uh, Play It Again Sports place. It was good. Well, it was really cool because we were there, and I guess there was a Corvette car show going on on one of the levels of the parking garage. And so this morning um, we, we were checking out of the Silverton, and there was a bunch of, like, you know, new stingrays, and there was one 68 vet that had the body kit on it that was so fat. It was just, it was amazing nice. looking car. And so there was just Corvettes crawling all over the place because the, uh, you know, some Corvette club got together and had something going on at the Silverton this week. So it was very, very cool. It's going to be a great venue for Ambiv. Awesome. That's super exciting. I cannot wait. I'm really excited for Ambiv this year. Probably because yeah, I've done it for two years. Especially since it's my very first time. So uh, I, I'm giving a chance, Ambiv, Ambiv to beat uh, Philly Mini. There you go. Go ahead, guys. You can pay me. <laughs> send send donation at alex at whatrefree.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, excellent. So we've got that out of the way. We're going to pay some bills, and then we're going to let uh, we're gonna talk to Todd about uh, Volkswagens. Yeah. But before we do that, let's start off. Let's remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. And, of course, as a, let's see our friends over at OutMotoring, OutMotoring.com. Uh, you guys know who they are because I talk about them every week. But these, this place, the b- 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 Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. Parts, accessories, tools, car care products. Uh, you go over to Mini Do More. Stuff to pull things with your Mini. Uh, stuff to put on bike racks like we talked about last week to your Mini. All that's available over at OutMotoring.com. doesn't matter what Mini you have. You could have an F56 all the way down to the first generation R50. There is something for you to make your Mini look cooler, go faster, and more you. Uh, plus all the stuff for your person, you know, the hats and the shirts and the watches and the shoes, all that stuff. 
all of it available over at motoring.com. Don't forget to um, a full line of car care products. It's spring is here, which means the weather should start getting better, except unless you're in Detroit tonight. And um, it's time to get their car, time, time to get your money cleaned up and ready for summer. You can get all the car care products that you need over at motoring.com. Go over there, check them out. When you do, make sure you sign up for the email newsletter. This comes out of like once a month, maybe twice a month. And what you get with the email newsletter, besides what's happening at outmotoring.com, like new products and things like that, you also get your own 5% discount coupon. It happens automatically. It comes right in your email and you just go, oh, here, look, I have my own 5% discount code. Very, very cool. And it only costs you your email. Super duper awesome. So go over there, sign up for the newsletter, do some shopping, put in the code. In a comment section, make sure you say, thanks for, thanks for sponsoring White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. All that's available over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and taillight trim rings, gloss black, countrymen. That's Outmotoring.com. For reals, it's a thing. They've got that over there. Anyhow. It is a thing. So Todd is in Las Vegas. Yes, and, I am. I am. I'm in Las Vegas because there's a trade show. Because to, Todd's there for a final train show. Yeah. And, and when Todd goes to Vegas, he likes to have wheels so he can get around. He likes to go exploring and do things when he's in Las Vegas, not just stick to the stripper or the hotel, or whatever. And this particular time around, he, <laughs> he gets all manner of uh, of uh, rental cars. Uh, last time he was there, he he had an Ultima once. Uh, you had. Um, God, I'm trying to Kia think. Kia Soul. Of, yeah, you had a Kia Soul one time. I've driven um, a Beetle. We had a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, one. that's right. You've had all manner. And this time you actually got something that's actually fairly intriguing and interesting, and that would be the Volkswagen Golf GTI. Yes, yes. I was I was surprised that it was available when we got here, and I think it was parked in the wrong section, in fact. So I took a picture, and I'm like, we're taking we're taking the GTI. <laughs> I get in, I look. There's 2,500 miles on it. It's brand Dude, new. It's brand cherry new. red. I mean, the thing's decked out. It's loaded with everything. I mean... Heated seats, cold weather pack. Um, it's got the DSG automatic transmission to it. Right. Which, and I'm like, if you guys remember, if you've been listening for a while, you remember Gabe was a huge fan of that transmission. Yeah, yeah. So the paddle shifters, all of that. And um, I'm like, well, let's try this. This looks like a fun car to get. You know, it's better than a Kia Soul right. sitting over there. Or, or a Chevy Chrysler Ma- 200. Or yeah, Chevy Chrysler Malibu. 200 was the option. So, uh, so yeah, we pull out in the, in the red GTI and I got to say, I fell in love with this car in, in five minutes. Really? It was like, yeah, it is, it is fun. Um, the, uh, the manual mode, the sport mode that you put it in is great. The paddle shifters, the transmission is pretty awesome for an automatic transmission, uh, in cars. And I'm comparing that to even the mini, although the new mini transmission in the F56 is much much better. It's on the level of this. But anyway, so that was great. The technology in the car is great. It handles awesome. The sound is incredible, especially when you put it in sport mode. And um, this car does so many things right that Mini has never figured out. And for example, so I figured out, I'm looking at the, at the driving modes. So I put it into sport mode. And one, you get a much better exhaust note in this car in sport mode, right? Right. So then we... Did it tighten up dinner. the steering and all that stuff like it does in a Mini? It doesn't. It, it didn't feel like it changed the steering much to me. It changed the. Um, I, I don't know what it changes about handling, but it seemed a little peppier, and the exhaust note changed. It's kind of like putting on a sport mode in the mini. It yeah, kind of okay. changes your exhaust note. And uh, so then I give it to the valet, and they park it. And then in the morning, I come back, or you know, maybe later in the evening, we came back, and it was still in sport mode. And so we went to dinner, uh, parked it, got back out. The car's still in sport mode, and I'm like, this is what mini doesn't get. Because it's really frustrating to get in from, since the R56, since they had a sport button where you can choose the mode. You have to every time you turn the car off, it goes back to default. It right, my car to, does that too. It's annoying. Right, right. You you just like I want to drive in sport mode all the time. Put it in sport mode. Okay. Oh. And uh, it's something that Volkswagen gets. Just little things like that 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 they get right. Um, here's another fun thing. It was really, really, really fast and easy to hook up my uh, my iPhone to Bluetooth. Really? So for for both Bluetooth audio and um and phone capabilities, right? Okay. It it literally synced up in less than ten seconds, and I just went through it. It was pretty intuitive. Okay. That was awesome. When you turn the car off and get out, up on the screen pops up. It says, "Please don't forget your phone." Oh, you know, nice. Because it knows you have a phone connected. Yeah. But before I connected the phone. It didn't say that, but it knows, hey, there's a phone connected. Don't forget your phone, and then you can press on the screen OK and make it go away. Dude. It is a nice – it's like what a neat feature. That's that a is. super neat feature. I like that. Yeah. So it's like they're, they got a lot of tech right that Mini hasn't done. And I think to be competitive, 
Mini's going to have to step up their game a little bit in some of those areas because this car, and we even looked it up, I think the GTI, the, the driver's edition is like twenty nine grand, which as far as being competitive with the that's, JCW, that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. That's cheap. And so. it's got more horsepower. Yep, yep. Doesn't it, than the JCW? I think a little bit more. I don't know right off the top of my head. And it was funny because I posted the picture to Facebook and yep. said, you know, I like this car way more. And then I, I think I've got 30-some comments in a day from people who are like, oh, I have one of those too. A mini owners who are like, oh, I sold my mini and I got one and I love it. Or I used to have one and got a mini and now I want it, you know, one again. And I was just like all of the VW people <laughs> crawled out of the woodwork and uh, it, it's really amazing to see that. And I always used to make fun of the guys who, whenever we talked about minis, and they're like, oh, but the GTI is so much better. It's right. better performance. It's cheaper, all of this. And I would always poo-poo that and be like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Well, now that I've driven one, I almost agree with them. Hmm. But as far as specifications go, this car beats the mini. Maybe we, get, in- maybe we need to get a long-term loaner in the fleet. In just about every area, except, and here's the one caveat that a lot of people said. They're like, oh, I love the GTI, but you know what? The Interior. Mini's still the Mini's still more fun. Right. More fun. And what about, so So I got a couple of questions. The, uh, the car that you have is a four-door, right? Yes, yes. Okay. All the GTIs Did, are four-door, aren't they? Is that is that a new thing? Because they used to come as a two-door, right? Yeah, I think it is a fairly new thing. And this is a, this is a new one. Um I imagine it's a 2015. It's got 2,500 miles on it. I didn't check the the model year. Oh, and you know, was, it's a it's a rental, so it makes sense that it would be a four door. Yeah, yeah. So makes complete sense. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the pictures that you sent, and uh, what I like about this car is that as a four door, uh, like it's really really well proportioned, right? Uh, when you compare it to the F55. You could argue that Mini obviously started with the F56 and then and then decided to you know uh, uh, increase the length and mm-hmm. add a couple doors to make the F55. Whether when you're looking at this one, it looks like Golf. I mean, Volkswagen started from the four door and then you know st- no, uh, made a know. sporty version. I could, I exactly. Like yeah. 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 And and it seems. I mean, the car is really well proportioned. I have to say this. Um, can you can you talk a little bit about the interior versus the uh, the F fifty six F fifty five? Like, what do you what do you think of it? The interior is um, it's the materials are uh, are are high quality. Uh, I would put it on par with the F fifty six. I don't like the ergonomics of it so much. Some of the little flap doors feel a little cheap in the way they open and close. It's like this feels like it's going to break pretty soon because it doesn't click. It doesn't latch really well. Um, the, the Hasn't seats. that been kind of a uh, a trend of Volkswagens in general yeah. for a while? Though? Yeah, I, I think so. build quality of Volkswagens is 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 somewhat historically problematic. I don't know if they've fixed that yet. The seats in this car are phenomenal. They they are on par with the F fifty six sport seats in my opinion. Well, that's they good hug. to know. Yeah, it is amazing. They don't have the thigh bolstering in the bottom, so the 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 seat part of the cushion isn't as long, so it doesn't come out if you've got you know long thighs uh if you're very tall it doesn't come out as far so i think maybe long term it might not be as comfortable as the f56 sport seats but driving around town we get in those and they hug they're very they're like recaros and um i'll take pictures and post them also it's a plaid the the seats that we have in this car are a a plaid pattern in the center and black on the outside it's very cool sounds cool which is very standard for volkswagen though too yeah probably doing that a while yeah, it's it's nice, but the as far as the ergonomics, there's way too many buttons on the steering wheel in this car. There's there's um, you know in the mini you've got two you got a set under your thumb each thumb, and um, you know maybe four items and a center button. This car seems like it has about twice as many. It's it's like the space shuttle of of technology. So it's not terribly intuitive. Um, I still haven't found how to rotate through the onboard computer. Um, checking out at the at the car rental place, they're like, "Well, can you tell me what the mileage is?" And I go, "If I could find it, I could <laughs> tell you." And he looks in, and he goes, "Oh crap, I don't know how to do it on this car either." He goes, "Don't even worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, my only issue with the Volkswagen GTI, and it's been my issue since they started putting those the wheels that are on that car. Yeah, I don't like them even a little bit. They look kind of like meat grinder, like slicer. Exactly, it looks blades. like an attachment blade for uh, a KitchenAid mixer. 
they're not horrible. <laughs> I think I, I might go with different wheels, but they're not horrible in my opinion. I mean, I don't hate them, right. but I wouldn't go, oh, yeah, I got to have those wheels. But the, the braking in this car, as far as the handling goes, yeah. it's, got, it's got great brakes, phenomenal brakes. Um, you know, we've been testing it out around town, putting it in sport mode, and get, the acceleration is unbelievably smooth. And I would say it's got the same fault that the new JCW or the, you know, previous JCW has and the new F56, it doesn't feel as fast as it really is. Mm. It's, it's not neck snapping. Right. It is, it is so smooth. Cause I look down, we're doing, there's a huge sweeping on, there's a bunch of them here in Vegas, but right. there's a huge sweeping on ramp getting on the, uh, the 15 North and you know, it's from, from blue diamond road. It's a big sweeping on ramp and you're really I, punching. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I swear, I think I was doing a hundred miles an hour and didn't even realize it because it felt like a, it felt like 60. Wow. And I looked down, I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, <laughs> slow down there, Tex. Nice. And, uh, but cruising at 70 miles an hour on the highway in this car is so quiet, so calm and comfortable. It feels like you're doing 40. So I don't know whether that's a good thing or bad thing. I haven't decided yet Okay. because I like a sporty feel. I'm used to the GP. I think those of us, DB, you're used to the R50 and it was, you could feel the road and that was fun. And, right. and now your R56 is more comfortable. You lost a lot of that. Right. And it's really funny. I was, uh, I was talking to Chad before the show and I was getting oil change this week. Jerry was changing my oil and he went to pull, pull him into the, uh, pull him into changes. Oil. actually stalled the car cause he couldn't tell if it was running or not. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty smooth. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, um, it is. It's really smooth. But uh, yeah, the GTI is phenomenally smooth and comfortable and brilliantly quiet on the highway. Awesome. I mean, it is it is amazingly quiet on the highway. But uh, as far as the interior goes, Alex, I think the, the build quality seems to be on par with the with the F fifty six. I think there's maybe too much technology in it. It does have a touch screen, so when you cycle through. And so far, our experience with the touchscreen has been successful and not too frustrating. Mm -hmm. The one failure that VW has in this car is when I get in, I'm looking for a USB port. Mm -hmm. it, it does not exist to hook up your phone. They're still using a proprietary cable that plugs into a media outlet which is like some ridiculous scuzzy looking port <laughs> okay that that snaps in and then the cable that's in the car now is for the old 19 pin iPod the old iPhone which so we is, been so using is it kind of like years. is it kind of like the old uh, mini connected Y cable it's exactly, thing? yeah it's exactly like the old mini connected cable and I kind of scratched my head and went wait a minute People haven't been using this cable for at least two years, if not three years. No, there's Since, still there's still a lot of 4S users out there. There, yeah, yeah, I guess so. It, I, I guess, <laughs> but it seems like a car on a cutting edge like that ought to have, you know, the latest update. But you know, it's a rental car. What are they? They're just using their best guess, of, right? You know, yeah, what people are going to use. If yeah, this is totally based. IPod. This is totally based on the rental car and the way it's configured from the for the rental company. Who who's you rent it from? Um, it's from Alamo. From Alamo. And that doesn't, it could be completely different if you actually configured one at the dealer. Right, right, right. Well, I I'm was sure it's just something off the lot, really. Well, normally the Alamo rental cars are strippers. They have nothing. I mean, they don't have right. seats. They have nothing. I mean, especially in Vegas. And this car is, is tagged in Nevada. It's got a Nevada license plate. So you would expect there wouldn't be heated seats in the car, yet they are. And Here's another way it beats the mini. The heated seats actually work. <laughs> and they actually feel warm. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you we need them in Vegas mm -hmm. this week. But. Well, it was, it was 40 degrees in the morning. Like it, it's abnormally cold in Vegas right now. So right. 43 degrees in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning. Right. You're like, yeah, heated seats feel nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it's another way they beat the mini, like uh, a little nicer, a little more comfortable. So, and um, Todd, this just so in, this just in from the chat room, really quick. Todd, just so you know, uh, our good friend in Philly, uh, AJ, still rocking yeah. an iPhone 4S. So she would actually be able to use the um, the the connector in the Volkswagen yes. GTI. So you I, know what? If yeah. it's not broken, don't don't fix it. <laughs> I, I guess there's something to be said for that. And now, granted, once I figured out that I could hook up the Bluetooth, now you have to be stopped to do that. And of right. course, the the first time I was like, ah, crap, I'll just do it later. Once I hooked up the Bluetooth audio, it works because I can put my maps in. I can set Google Maps to where I'm going, and it'll pause the music and do my turn-by-turn uh, -turn directions over Bluetooth audio. So that's a, that's a success in my opinion. The car doesn't have navigation, 
So it is a car that it's like, hey, Mini, catch a clue. Let us hook up our our mobile phones via Bluetooth audio without having to spend $1,700 for the navigation system. Right. Okay. Right. Another success that v, that this GTI has over a mini. So I don't know. I, am I going to look at one and consider one? We, we talked about it. We're like, well, let's go see how much they are. See it's what it's very you know. cheap. And it I mean, does I'm, seem <laughs> Yeah. So, so I've been on the, sorry to get you off, but I've been on the website since you've been talking about it. And so, uh-huh. Just out of fun, I started building one, and right now it's like you know fairly loaded. Uh, two door, actually, they now sell the two door. I think that was a story that uh, uh, auto journalists were complaining about that they only came with the four door originally. Now the two door is out. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> two hundred and twenty horsepower, which is more than the uh, than the S. Yeah. Uh, twenty five and thirty three mpg, which is really good compared to the S. Um, and then uh, DSG, obviously. Uh, all the stuff, you know, I've added pretty much everything except like the the driving assistance package and stuff. Right. I think I'm at thirty two thousand dollars, which is competitive you know, with, with a, with yeah, a, a well equipped mini. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we might I have mean, to, know the we might have to we do have. that coming up with when Todd when you get back to your desk. We might actually have to maybe do a, like an actual like on paper comparison. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too is like if you do that, I imagine you go to the Volkswagen dealer. And find one on the lot. You can probably save, you know, shave maybe a couple of grand off of that. Right. Because I'm sure you could, yeah. You don't have to order them like custom like the minis. I mean, it's a, it's not that you have to or, custom order the mini, but right. there's so much choice that you, you know, it's a nice it's a nice thing to do. While here, you know, the chances are whatever your option is going to be on the lot. Yeah, and now to defend mini in this whole argument of how Volkswagen outdoes them in, in so many areas. <laughs> Volkswagen is... It has bounced back and forth between the number one and the number two selling auto brand worldwide right. on a on a year-to-year basis. So they have a whole lot more money and research that they can put yep. into things. And they sell a whole crap ton more cars than Mini well, does. Not only that, but they're backed with all of the rest of the Volkswagen brand, Audi, right. uh, every, you know, all that, Porsche. Right. Right. They're they're a huge conglomerate in comparison to what Mini's doing, even with BMW. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is that. So when you look at it, you're like, okay, this is a major, this is a mainstream brand. But um, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm having fun in this car. I've got another day or so in it. Uh, I like the I... I like those seats. I'm 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 with Alex right now as I'm building the uh, I'm building one on the on the website, and mm-hmm. the, yeah, those plaid seats look badass. Yeah. So I I got another question uh, because the one you have is a four door, and you know. Uh, you guys have an F56 at home. Like, how, does it look? Does it feel like bigger than the the F56, or does it feel like you know fairly like you don't actually fit it? We didn't. We didn't agree on this. Do you think it was it, that the GTI feels bigger than the Mini or smaller or about the same? Inside, I thought it felt bigger or about. Okay, she said inside. She thought it felt bigger on the inside, or at least the same. But. Um, <laughs> she had the inside. It's a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> but I think it feels almost exactly the same size as the F56. And this is the four-door version of it. Like parking, and it's tight to park in Vegas um, at, at most places. I didn't have any trouble at all. I knew exactly where you know the front end of the car was, mm-hmm. how to swing it. And I'd never driven this car before. It, mm-hmm. And so to me, that's like, okay, in my mind – I am more familiar with the Mini, and so it parks and drives exactly like the Mini. I don't know what the difference in the wheelbase is. Somebody's going to have to look that up and see um, how it differs there, but it does not feel bigger. In fact, standing outside the car, I believe the GTI is shorter, um, like to the ground uh, from the the roof of the car, than the Mini is. Well, that'd be worthwhile going to a dealer and actually measuring. Yeah, I mean, it, it It doesn't feel big, um, doesn't feel that much bigger than many. It feels as, and inside the car, it is as comfortable as the F56, which I think is phenomenally comfortable. Right. And right. for a four-door, I didn't hit my head getting in this car. It doesn't have, it doesn't suffer from the, <laughs> the mini, the F50, the, the F55 I, issue of, you know, having that extra pillar there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I don't, cool. I don't know. I don't. I'm like, I, I thought we might have I to go test drive of, one of these. I was making fun of Gabe. Remember when he drove the GTI? This was probably five years oh, ago. Oh, it was forever ago. Yeah. 
that he had. I'm like, oh, whatever, dude. He's like, oh, I love this car. The transmission's awesome and all this. <laughs> yeah, no, that no, no the- Alex, don't laugh. He, like, for reals, Gabe was enamored with the GTI. Yeah, and as am I. And I think the kind of feedback I've gotten from the mini community today just on my Facebook page is astounding. It's nothing but positive. I think only one person said it was ugly, and um, which that's that's uh, style is subjective. Right. I, I like the car. I like the styling of this car quite a bit more than I like the front end of the new Mini. <laughs> I think right. Alex would agree. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, it's uh, it's better. I mean, you know, I'm looking at it from the profile view, so it has a, like a half a car overhang in the front, which is which is what it is because we don't all know why. But overall, it doesn't look like it's coming out of nowhere. And uh, and when you look at it from three quarter, you know, face, you know, from the front, it looks really well. And, it, and again, from the back, like three quarter from the back, it looks pretty fairly. I mean, really good. I think. Yeah, so I've never really thought about the the GTI as that much of a competitor to Mini. I know it is, and everybody always talks about it, especially in comments at Motoring File. Right. Whenever we talk about something, mm-hmm. there's you know people who go off the handle and I'd rather have a GTI. It's five thousand dollars cheaper and it's faster and all of this, and everybody kind of rolls their eyes at them. And I'm like, I'm not going to be adamant like that because I still prefer the Mini. I prefer the style and the ethos around the car, but. The more I look at this and the more I drive it, I'm like, man, this is a viable, viable competitor on so many levels because I think if you took average Joe person who'd never been in either car and Mm -hmm. set them in a new F56 and this car side by side, I would dare more than half of them would say the GTI feels more luxurious on the inside than the Mini does. It feels like higher tech Mm. and more luxury. Okay. But – I would say it might be a 50-50 split. I bet half the people would probably say, hey, the the Volkswagen is more premium than the Mini. And so my whole point in the whole thing, while we were talking about this and I was going through my head today, was Mini needs to step up their game because Volkswagen will be nipping at their heels here before too long, you know? Uh, I I don't know if nipping at the heels is the right term. I mean, Volkswagen probably sells 10 times as many GTIs as Mini sells cars in a month. Yeah, well, and I guess what I mean is like if Mini sales start to suffer, it's because there's some viable alternatives out there, and and this, in my opinion, is one of them. Right. Now, I don't think the Mini is dead by any stretch of the imagination. This isn't like a Mini killer or anything like that. But, I mean, how many shows have done a a compare of these two? And pick the GTI over the Mini. Like Top um, Gear A did bunch, it. but there was just... I just saw one website that didn't. They picked yeah. the Mini over the GTI, but it was... I mean, they were they were just like, you know what? They're both awesome cars, and you'd be well-suited by either, but we like the Mini a little bit better. Yeah, I think they are both awesome cars. Um, they each probably have their own downfalls over time, but most people, I, I would say most people are going to look at it and say... If I can get the GTI with all of this stuff on it for less money than the Mini, I might choose. And you know, gas mileage. There's really, what's the what's the downside here? Now, yeah, the downside, I think the mileage is may, roughly the same on the GTI as it is on the Mini. Yeah, the the downfall may be long term reliability. Right. Like, yeah. I th- I think in general Volkswagen does not have a good reputation for long term reliability in this kind of thing. But the people are so passionate about the brand, just like Mini is. They put up with it. Right. They love their cars. They're like, oh, I'll put up with it. You know, little quirks, having to go to the dealer to get this fixed. And so that's something that many owners, we as we know, have to deal with too. But yeah. I don't know. I kind of like this car. Well, all right. There you go. Volkswagen, uh, Volkswagen GTI review by our man Todd Pearson. <laughs> I think uh, it's funny because I was also on the website and uh, I think our friends at Motor Trend voted the car best car of the year 2015. Uh, 2015 or 2014? I forgot. Yeah. Anyways, one of those years. That's uh, that's a testament. No, but didn't that. Alex, wasn't there just a video posted over on Motor File recently and it was basically yes. a comparison between, was it either the four-door or the hardtop F56 and the GTI? Well, yeah, but that was the Polo. Oh, that's the, right. It was the Polo versus the, the Yeah, it was the yeah. Polo versus the Mini Cooper. Well, hey, yeah. we get to talk to hopefully um, this fingers crossed. This is a little teaser for next week. Hopefully, we'll get to talk to the guys from Motor Trend about that. Uh, we're working on another project with those guys, right? Which will be so, really, really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> on, on a side note, maybe we'll uh, step off to the side and, and discuss that a little bit because we know you know Sean's a big Mini fan with his GP2. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what they have to say. There you go. Cool.
Cool. Awesome. Uh, Todd, how you doing? You want to stick around a little bit longer, or you think you're? I'm good. I'll, you're... I'll hang around as long as I uh, have battery power. Here. Well, excellent. Then, if we're going to do that, then uh, let's take a second and let's remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, and then we'll do some news from MotoringFile.com. Of course, we like to thank our friends over at CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com. The, they they're the ones that built the electric mini. You guys remember that, right? That was pretty cool. They're also the ones that have all the really cool stuff you want for the car. You're going to need a way to hold your phone to your mini. You're going to get the squeezy thing. The pod mount you want you're in a state that has a front license plate mount you want the platypus you want the really cool gauge system you get the end gauges you broke your dipstick you get the mini dipstick all the things that you want for your car that are really cool and bitching are available over at cravenspeed.com go over there check them out same deal here i want you to sign up for the email newsletter that way anytime something new happens on the site they actually will send you an email they don't spam you it's not like uh, performance bicycles that sends out you know three emails a day uh, they send you like an email a month if that it's only when there's an update to the site super duper handy and then when you go over there and you purchase something make sure you leave in a comment that says thanks for supporting white roof radio we appreciate that so do they uh, another thing you can do with craven speed it's really nice buy craven speed uh, components and parts from you know authorized resellers like detroit tuned com or way or helix or out motoring any place where craven speed stuff is sold you know it doesn't matter just as long as you buy and craven speed stuff that's what counts and it's all high quality things honestly come on now uh, that's of course our friends over craven speed cravenspeed.com home of the electric mini maestro please Hey, you're the maestro this week. I am the maestro this week. That's right. We're doing all kinds of things. I'm recording. We got a live show going on. This is actually kind of cool. I'm not drink. I don't have a drink in my hand. Yeah, but you've had a couple. You're in Vegas. You're going to go out. We're going to be done here soon. We're doing a kind of a tight, short show for you guys this week. Uh, Who is this guy? He doesn't have a drink. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Room service. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Who are you? Who are you and what did you do with our friend Todd? Wait a minute, I'm, gonna, I'm on the verge of raiding the mini bar now. Now that's just stupid. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. $900 later. You can't expense, you can't expense the mini bar. Yeah. Hey, the so. room's comps. What can I say? Oh, there you go. <laughs> so then maybe raid the mini bar. <laughs> So uh, if we go over to Motor File, we're going to see that that Auto Express review that we talked about before it was the Mini Cooper S four door versus the VW Polo GTI. That we don't get the Polo. Alex, what's the difference between the Polo and the regular GTI? It's just a size, and uh, it's funny because the uh, uh, so you guys uh, used to call the golf like the rabbit, right? Is mm-hmm. that is that a thing? Yes. Yeah. So we used to call the polo the ants, 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 a n t z. Oh, ants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> so that's a thing to know about the polo if you guys are curious about that. Right. Uh, other than that, I think the review was uh, <clears throat> you know they were fairly equal. Uh, I mean you know the yeah they the, like the results uh, of the review. Yeah, I like them. Equal. They liked both the yeah. cars uh, pretty much equal the same. They nudged the mini ahead just a little bit, and I forgot why, but it's really worth the. It's a short video. It's like what five six minutes. Totally worth watching if you're into that kind of thing. But uh, I wouldn't put the, the those two cars on the same on the same status just because it's funny you wouldn't put necessarily the Golf against the Mini also so it feels like the Mini is is between the Polo and the and the Golf but uh, yeah I I would have chosen the F fifty six versus the Polo GTI and maybe the F fifty five against the Golf GTI okay uh, but that's 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 just me I think it's it's more fair got it was. all right. Um, Moving along, I want to talk auto show for a minute, if we can, because yes. I've, I've, I'm, I'm all caught up with my Motor Trend podcast. I've listened to those guys, and uh, they mentioned something very interesting. Is you know because we know that Mini wasn't at New York last week, and they mentioned it in their last episode. So, well, it's weird that Mini's not here, and we know why. It's because Mini was going to be relegated back with the Nissans and the uh, uh, Kia cars, Kia. right? Yep. And they didn't want to be near that stuff. So, but what some manufacturers were doing is they weren't, if they weren't at the show, or even if they were at the shows, they were renting like meeting space in Man, in like Manhattan, and having their own little mini car show. Uh, so to be honest, I I wouldn't say that Mini hasn't done this. The reason I'm saying this is because we got an email from Mini PR asking if you know uh, any one of us would be there and would be you know. Would like to talk with anyone from Mini USA. So my assumption is that there were some folks from Mini USA in the in the area, in that area. They just didn't uh, have any cars. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I actually that's something I forgot to mention to you guys. I, I was actually I went to the show uh, last weekend because I was I, I happened to be in New York, so I went after the press events. Um, I tried to look for BMW. I couldn't find the maybe I didn't look enough, but I couldn't find like the the stand for BMW. Really, it was kind of surprising. Yeah, and uh, obviously I wasn't expecting to find Mini because we we knew they wouldn't be there. But uh, there were there was a fairly good amount of people. So uh, it, it's funny because it's interesting when you're coming back from Detroit, where you have like the you know all the press stuff, and so you have access easily to any car you want. And then when it's the actual you know public days. Uh, which I, which are the ones that I attended for the for the New York Auto Show. Mm-hmm. It's clo- pretty much everything is closed, and you can only look at the car from you know from distance. Yeah, I mean the cars you really really want to. It's look a at. huge difference when you get to go between press yeah, days and public exactly, days. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm never going back to another show without a press press credential. There you go. For those for those uh, for the, for your for our Chinese listeners, don't worry about uh, many because they will be at the Shanghai Show coming up later this year. <clears throat> And there's a giant yeah. press release over at Mini at Motoring File if you want to read all about it. Uh, they'll have the JCW out and Mini Countryman Park Lane. So go check those out. Motoringfile.com. And speaking of the JCW, it should be in dealers at the end of uh, end of April. I yeah, think. that's pretty exciting. I'm I'm following the race car guys on Facebook right now. Oh my god, I love that car. Mm-hmm. I love that car. Yeah. It looks so amazing, and it looks like they're tearing it up at all the tracks they're going to. So that's kind of cool. Anyway, um, if you care a little bit about electric cars and what Gabe thinks about driving a Tesla Model S P85D, uh, he's posted a mini review. He's got a full-blown review coming very, very soon. It's actually very interesting that he got to drive that car. So go over there and check that out for sure if you haven't yet. What else we got? I want to say something about not not the review, but about one of the comments that were posted uh, about the uh, Tesla motoring file. So I know you guys say to me, "Don't never read the comments." Don't read the stuff, comments on motoring file, Alex. Yeah, I know. But um, so some, sometimes there is you know interesting discussions going on. Sometimes there is some crazy stuff going on, and and so this was one of those days. And <clears throat> and so basically, someone complaining that Gabe was. Uh, you know, making out of the blue dives into other makes and models simply to smack the opportunities to brag about being able to test drive cars that are beyond the reach of most people. <laughs> and this is this is completely I mean this is this is kind of kind of limit offensive comment, right. I, I would say. Um that guy or that you know whomever that person is probably watches Top Gears and totally enjoys like you know Clarkson and stuff talking about cars that he will probably never be able to afford if he's complaining about Gabe uh, testing a Tesla. Don't and, don't and, mind that sound it's just top of the hour my mini Cooper clock is going off. <laughs> and 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 then um and then anyone can test drive like a Tesla SP at 85D. Like you go to a Tesla dealers and they will let you test drive one. Right. It's just that, you know, Gabe so happens to have like the car for a longer period of time. But that's it. Anybody can drive any car they want. It's just a matter of going there and, 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 um, and you know, and, you know, testing it. And then the, the last thing is that <clears throat> people said it has nothing to do with Mini. Like, why do we talk about different things than Mini on the website? Well, that's kind of, you know, being naive about like the space itself. Like if people are thinking that the BMW group is not, you know, watching closely what companies like Tesla, Uber, you know, or Google or Apple are, are doing in the space right now, will do in the space at some point in the future, that is very naive. I mean, they are looking at this very, very closely again. And and Todd pointed out, like the BMW group is not anything like Volkswagen or Toyota or Ford or any of those brands. And so they have to be like you know, willing to disrupt themselves and willing to adapt quickly to market conditions and all that. Right. Which is why, you know, it makes sense to to look at something like Tesla. And plus there is a GB you probably won't believe this, but there is a an electric mini I'm sure coming, you know, down the line, nope. you know, very soon. And so, nope. you know, again that's an interesting comparison. Right. Yeah. Well was it that Inget was an article in Engadget I saw a, a week or so ago that said, you know, BMW plans on making every one of their models uh, a plug in version of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that wasn't right. I don't know if we I don't know if that was on motoring file or anything, but I know I saw the headline on Engadget like a week or so ago. So mm. 
Yeah, I saw the. I, I, I we didn't post anything on Bimafile, but I saw the, uh, the the headlines as well on the on the other blog. So that's you know yeah. that those things are coming. So it just makes sense to look at what everyone else is doing, especially right. Tesla. Like beyond Tesla itself, like the car. I mean, like the the entrepreneurial you know venture, the the entire thing. Like Elon Musk is just is just you know like watching some kind of Steve Jobs or you know the equivalent of maybe Tony Stark in <laughs> in real life. I mean that's right. just impressive what the guy is doing. Just for this you have to respect what he's doing and and be on, in awe of like you know and also learn from from what he's doing. And I think that's you know I'm still uh, waiting for him to finish building the tube train thing. The hyperloop. <laughs> yes, the hyperloop. I wanna I wanna I wanna go from LA to San Francisco like I was a wad of cash at Costco going back to the office for the safe. <laughs> Okay, that's the show title. <laughs> you know, you need to write this down. Like, I, I can't hear it, but it sounds super funny. <laughs> I want to travel like that. Anyway, um, moving on, shall we? Let's move on. Um, Mini UK, our friends over in England, set a new sales record, quarter one, 2015. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, that is super exciting. I mean, those... Uh, 265% you know, increase in sales? Holy yeah, cow. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. I think, you know, many, many times we said that, you know, obviously last year was not good because the cars, the F R56 was getting out of production. And by the time the F56 ramp up, like a couple of months have already elapsed. But like 265, that's like compensating for the loss of last year plus adding to it. So that's really like a remarkable number at this point. Right. That really is. So well done. That's pretty, well done, Mini UK. Well done, uh, UK friends. That's right. Well done. And then finally, Alex, you sent me the link to this earlier today, and I didn't get a chance to look at it, but <laughs> this seems to me like something that it's it's getting posted. We're recording the show on April 9th. So this seems to me like something that's getting posted eight days too late. And it's the world premiere of mini augmented vision glasses. Yeah. So it's 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 a thing actually. It's this isn't like this really can't April be first thing. So this is actually a thing. They're like goggles. They look like goggles, and it's like a heads up display while you're driving your mini. Well, you can see what I'm saying, right? Whoa. What? What, did you what was that, Chad? Chad? I was going to say, you can see what I'm saying, right? I mean, uh, I, I goggles. Think, yeah. Oh, I saying. gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. But I, I guess it, it'll put navigation stuff in your in your field of view. Uh, uh, Heads-up display function, like speed, speed limits. Um Contact. It's like Google Glass while you're driving. It's like Google Glass while you're driving, except to put stuff up in your face, and they they look like old school World War II aviator goggles, or something. Bono, like the one of those uh, video game things where you put it on and you look like you can't see anything. And... Yeah, no, it looks like something maybe Bono wore during one of his concert tours back in the <laughs> mid '90s. Yeah, or what you get after you go to the eye doctor and get your yes, eyes dilated. The, yes, it looks like those, except a little bit nicer version. So yeah. I. So we have to to say something to people. This is like a this is like a, a, a concept, right? It's like the the city, you know, the the thing, the scooter, the right. small, yeah. you know, scooter they did, like the electric scooter thing. Right. It was back in uh, back last year, early last year. Yeah. Um. So this is a concept, and so I think the question Gabe asked at the beginning of the of the of the post is that will this do more than what Google Glass failed to actually do. Yeah, I mean, Google Glass looks weird. This is lo this looks like less way less weird than Google Glass. Looks, it does say. look way less weird than Google Glass. But one thing, and it's kind of slightly annoys me, is that they've actually been you know burning cycles on something like this, which is cool. But why not burn cycles on improving the overall tech experience inside the car, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. they're they're spending R and D money on this. They're spending, you know, there's like probably three engineers that worked on this, maybe four, maybe the entire team. Who knows, right? Yet nobody's doing anything to, you know, improve the overall technical experience or modernize or come up with a system so that the tech doesn't fall, you know, so far behind on the car after you know it only being a year or two old. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, this I, is this I is cool. This is cool. The cool factor is there. Wow, it's cool. Okay, awesome. But really, there's there's nothing better for them to be working on technology wise. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not gonna argue against this because I don't want to be. Right I don't. I don't want to be that guy. But I mean, come on. But I, I would still be interested. Of uh, I'm sure everyone, everybody on the on the show would uh, testing this thing just just for the fun of it, just to see what it does actually. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah. it could be fun. It looks, it looks fun. It looks it, fun. Like this. I, I think I'd rather have the 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 vision glasses than a heads up display. But what's really funny though is in the the picture, the promo the promo shot here is uh, our guy. He's got the you know he's got the goggles on and he's driving a car with heads up display. I wonder. Yeah, if, I is... wonder if you need the heads up display for the goggles to work. Maybe it's a like a part of the communication thing. Yeah, I haven't read the entire thing, so uh, because it just came came yeah, out. Yeah, this so, is new uh, just today for us. So anyway, yeah, go over there and yeah. check that out. Todd, you're gonna get some uh, vision goggles when, for your mini. Yeah, no. Come on, dude. Those look like th- those look like I, you. That's your style, man. I, I think you're right about the technology. Like, I think they can go too far, and technology can be distracting to the driving experience. Right. I mean, I see that in the difference between driving an F56 with navigation and the light ring and all this stuff going on in your peripheral vision when you should be paying attention to driving as opposed to driving my 2006 Mini, which has no technology in the car. The only thing I get to look at is speedometer and maybe the outside temperature. That's literally, I have no other distractions, and it's so much more of an enthusiast, fun driving experience. Now, there are times when I miss the technology I like more, but I think there's got to be a line somewhere eventually that's got to be drawn and said, okay, we've gone too far. We don't need all this extra crap in the car. Right. We needed to do the handful of things we need to do while we're driving, and now it's become unsafe right? because it's too distracting. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't – I mean – I think it sounds distracting to me to have all that information thrown at you. It's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, I, and, the, and the style really – I mean – if you're not wearing black, you pretty much can't wear them. You know, if you're wearing like blue, those glasses just aren't going to go. Yeah. You know, that's definitely going to be an issue. Um, probably couldn't wear those with like clo- like open-toed shoes. It would look, yeah. it would be awkward, you know. And then there's, if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, female, you have to worry about the, the whole match with the purse or the handbag. <laughs> and your so, socks. And your socks. I mean, just in general, nightmare, really. You guys are total fashionistas. That's. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't. You definitely couldn't wear an Apple Watch with those with goggles like that. Yeah, There's that's why no they're way. coming out right the day you can uh, pre-order your Apple Watch. Pre-order an Apple Watch or get some mini augmented vision goggles. There you go. And I'm calling them goggles. They say glasses. I'm calling them goggles because they look like goggles, like old school World War II goggles. Yes, they do. They really do. Like uh, they look like Steve McQueen's uh, parasol. I don't know if you guys. See what what I'm talking about? I think no? I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so endeth news from motorfile.com. There's actually one other thing from no. Motorfile. What what do we miss? What do we miss? The Rolls Royce on semi-autonomous driving. Oh, I, I can't. I just can't be. I just can't be bothered because there's <laughs> Rolls Royce on on the autonomous driving, and then there's like a Rolls Royce SUV coming out, which basically just looks like a Rolls Royce that they they raise the belt line to, and it's it's just like, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> So, so that was so funny because the uh, the New York Times uh, interviewed. I mean, asked a question. Basically, the New York Times did a review of all the sem- semi-autonomous, you know, uh, autonomous car show. Uh, yeah, at the the New York Auto Show, right? And so they uh, got a quote from uh, a Roswell spokesman, it's Gary Span, I think. And so what he said is that quote: Our customers don't want a bunch of things beeping or buzzing at them. Uh, they are not spending this this kind of money to be told how to drive or to <laughs> sit at the wheel but have the car do the work. They want to keep the control themselves over the experience. And then, end of quotes, when Rolls, when Rolls buyers, this is the New York Times Journal writing this, when Rolls buyers do not feel like driving, <clears throat> uh, doing the driving, they often have another option. And then quotes again, most customers already have an anonymous driver, he said. It's called a chauffeur. <laughs> That's I love it. I love this quote. This is this just did my day when I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, so that that's how Rolls Royce is going to do autonomous driving. They're not going to change a thing. I and think they'll just send you a, a a guy. I want Hobbs to be a <laughs> driver. That's <laughs> autonomous. Yeah, you go to the dealer's like I want I want a drop head coupe. Oh, and uh, who's the driver? Can you can I see the latest driver list, please? <laughs> It comes with a butler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just a, you get like a driver list. You know, like you go to like a fancy craft beer joint and they give you like a beer list. You go to the rules dealer. They give you the driver list for the week. I know for 50 grand a year extra, he's your butler. Here you, you know. go. This guy will drive you around. I just <laughs> put him on speed dial, make him number four, and he'll be That's there in 20 minutes. Done and done. I mean, I like to talk I like to talk grief about Rolls Royce as much as the next guy. But honestly, if I could get a drop head coupe. Well, and for people who don't realize that, Rolls Royce is a sister company 
to Mini. It is under the BMW yes, moniker. That is and correct. That's why you know we had the the Goodwood uh, edition <laughs> a couple of years ago. <laughs> you, you said Goodwood. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm sorry. On that note, my battery is my battery is dying. Todd, we're gonna let you go. Thank you for joining us, sir. Enjoy your rest of the, the time you're in Vegas, and uh, say hi to you know anybody you see. I will do Wednesday. that, guys. We'll talk to you next week. All right, good deal. Talk to you later, sir. All right, cheers. So, um, see you. But so I like to uh, I like to again on what Todd said at the end, like the, the fact that Rolls Royce is a, a sister company uh, to Mini, right? And it wouldn't be a real Wolfcast without talking about the front hoverhang of the F fifty six. So <laughs> when you look at when you look at the Rolls, because I was at the again I was at the auto show and so I saw the car, right? For some reason, like maybe it's not the same pedestrian crashing into Rolls Royce because the front of the Rolls Royce looks much better, well, much better design than. The front of the mini. That that's all I had to say. Ah, there you go. I I, I I like the rolls. If I had you know, if I had that extra quarter of a million dollars, the extra, not the quarter of a million dollars I already have, of course, the extra quarter of a million dollars I had nothing to do with. I would I would rock a rolls. All right. Yeah, I mean, why not? Especially a drophead coupe. Oh man, I love that car. I watched that episode of Top Gear over and over and over again. The one where James May drives a drophead coupe all around London. Yeah, that I was pretty that. nice. I love that. That was pretty nice. Really nice. I think he has a real uh, a passion for uh, Rolls Royce. Oh, like James, yeah, James May likes the He's got the old Rolls in his uh, mm-hmm. driveway. So anyway, um, that's news. I think we're done. We had I a nice short show are. for you guys tonight. Keeping it nice and tight. Uh, what I do want to tell you guys, I want to remind you guys about our final sponsor here tonight. And that, of course, uh, our good man, Todd, Todd Pearson, who we just heard from over at motoringstripes.com. Go over there. You no longer have to wait for Todd to come to your town to do a, you know, a graphics event or, you know, or find him in uh, Kansas City. You can actually go to motoringstripes.com, order up Todd stripes for your car and he will send them to you and you get you can install them yourself or get them installed by a local shop. Um, Countryman bumper protection strip, Union Jack sunroof graphic coming soon, the white roof radio sunroof delete kit. Or the motoring stripe sunroof delete kit. I like calling it the white roof radio sunroof delete kit because, you know, I kind of invented it. Um, <clears throat> plus, you know, stripes. Done. Go over there. Motoringstripes.com. And there was a coupon code, wasn't there? Alex, do you remember what the coupon code was? I think this was 50-50. Yes, five, I five, believe the, five, the coupon five, code five, is 50-50. If you use that coupon code, uh, you're going to save yourself uh, 5% on the order. So pretty rad. Go over there. Check it out. Motoringstripes.com. But with that, I believe we're done. Uh, Chad was out because he had important things. Chad, are you still with us? Kind of, sort of? Kind of, sort of. Chad, of course, over at Detroit Tuned, DetroitTuned.com. Uh, he's the answerer of the Ask Chad questions. If you guys have a question for our man Chad, send that over. Ask Chad at WhiteRoofRadio.com. The inbox is pretty empty, so we could use a question or two. Send those over. Ask Chad, A-S-K-C-H-A-D, at WhiteRoofRadio.com. And uh, we'll get those answered for you relatively free of charge. But otherwise, we are done for this week. Correct? Yeah. Yes, we are. Yep. Excellent. Very good. Um, then this is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. Then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. A bientôt. And Todd says cheers too. <laughs> <laughs> and-